Every year on March 1st, the disability community comes together for the Disability Day of Mourning. We commemorate those lives who were tragically cut short by a family member or caregiver who decided to kill someone simply because they have a disability. According to the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network, over the past 40 years, nearly 16,000 people with disabilities have been killed by filicide. Last year, I spoke with Katie Carroll from the Association on Aging in New York. So the Disability Day of Mourning is an opportunity to come together and um, acknowledge people who have been murdered by uh, family or other caregivers, um, disabled people who have been uh, murdered by family or other caregivers. Um, we're talking about people of all ages, uh, genders, races, disability types, and um, all over the world. It really is just, it's unfathomable to think why anyone would murder a disabled person because they're viewed as a burden, and yet the, I don't want to say mass killing of disabled people, but because it is non-discriminatory, as you just said, why do these things happen? That's a really uh, interesting question, Blaze. So um, you use the word unfathomable. Um, I also think it's unfathomable. However, um, plenty of people don't think it's unfathomable. And when we look at uh, particularly media coverage of these murders, we tend to see a pattern. And I would like to refer people to uh, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network, who really helps make uh, the Disability Day of Mourning happen. And uh, the Anti-Filicide Toolkit uh, goes into a lot of this. But basically, when we look at the media coverage of these murders, we see um, a, a disturbing trend. One in which uh, the um, the murderers are often cast as the victims. We see um, community members coming out talking um, in support of the murderers, um, lightened sentencing, uh, reasons given, all kinds of reasons given for why their actions were justified in some way. Um, those reasons are often uh, things like the disabled person was a burden to them. Um, they're better off dead. Um, they just, uh, things like that. And, um, so unfortunately it's not unfathomable. And this, this day of mourning is not just, it's not just a vigil, but it's an educational opportunity. It's, it's meant to bring awareness to this really disturbing trend. For sure. Katie Carroll from the Association of Aging New York joining me, Blaze Bryant, here on Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Why March 1st? I don't know. Because it it really is interesting. I mean, at least when you kind of break it down here in New York sphere of things, because that's a month away from when the state budget is passed, even though that's not how it works in in most states, but it certainly is interesting that, that we celebrate it on March 1st, which really, in the years that I've been doing disability advocacy with you, uh, really seems to be the beginning of the sprint to 
the legislators and other elected officials to voice what we are for, what we oppose, and frankly, what we need. On the topic of, so you mentioned the state budget um, and state activity. Um, and I have, I have two thoughts about that. One is that I do, I do think part of the Disability Day of Mourning is meant to get away from this idea that um, these murders are justified when people have a lack of services. And I believe, um, and I, I think many other people believe that there is a significant lack of services and support and um, funding behind those things um, for people with disabilities. However, um, plenty of people who do not have adequate services do not murder their, their family members or the people who rely upon them. Um, right. So I think, I think we can do both things. We can bring attention to the fact that um, it, it is never okay it is never justified to murder someone with a disability because they have a disability um, or because you view them as a burden. And we can simultaneously um, advocate for better, um, better resources. And when it comes to action, or you mentioned um, state, um, there are a couple things that people can do to advocate to, to, to fight against this trend. One would be calling out the media when they when they, um, in their judgments about the person who was murdered or the person who, or the murderer themselves, uh, we need to call out instances of, uh, victim blaming of, um, of justification. Uh, we also need to be vigilant. And if we, if we think that someone is in danger, um, if someone is, um, at risk of abuse, we need to we need to know where to go to report those things, um, and prevent and prevent harm to our disabled siblings. Absolutely, and really, the only time, at least in recent memory, where the murder of disabled people has been in the spotlight is because of places like the Albany, or I should say, the Times Union, since they now cover the Hudson Valley, have really shined a spotlight on what happened in nursing homes because of the executive orders and the policies of the former governor. Yet I highly doubt that is going to get the same amount of play on Tuesday when we have the disability day of mourning. You know, you, you also have an attorney background or a law background. So, you know, kind of from that lens, what can the disability community do or really the public in general do to make sure that the light on this issue continues to be illuminated as and having been to a disability day in morning the list seems nearly endless in terms of the people who are killed yes and uh listeners can go to disability hyphen memorial.org where um, a list is kept um, of people that we know who have been um, who are victims of filicide and you can see there just the, um, the diversity of people um, who have been murdered um, in this way uh, I so I I work at the Association on Aging in New York so I'll just highlight one 
one possible answer to your question, which is uh, really promoting understanding and awareness around elder abuse um, and uh, arming ourselves with the resources to recognize um, symptoms and patterns of abuse and knowing what to do about them. This year's event takes place on Wednesday, March 1st, 2023. Here in New York, the co-organizers of the event are the New York Association on Independent Living, the Center for Disability Rights, and Not Dead Yet. To read more about the Disability Day of Mourning, visit autisticadvocacy.org. Reporting for Hudson Mohawk Magazine, I'm Blaze Bryant.